Welcome to Honey Express, an expression of the sweetness of God's word and a demonstration of its impact on the soul of a man. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn from God's word and grow in the knowledge of Christ. Hey guys, you're welcome back to Honey Express. It's Oinkom behind the mic. How are you doing? I'm going to be speaking even from my perspective of how I view God's love and what it has caused me to do, like how I express God's love in my daily life, you know, because ultimately the question that I'm going to be driving at today is what are you willing to do because of your love for God? What are you willing to do? So 2 Samuel 6 verse 20 is where I'm going to start from because really it's the bedrock of what I would like to talk about today. We can use King David as an example. In verse 20 it says, when David returned home to bless his own family, Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet him. She said in disgust, how distinguished the king of Israel looked today, shamelessly exposing himself to the servant girls like any vulgar person might do. David retorted to Michal, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me above your father and all his family. He appointed me as the leader of Israel, the people of the Lord, so I celebrate before the Lord. Yes, and I'm willing to look even more foolish than this, even to be humiliated in my own eyes. But those servant girls you mentioned will indeed think I am distinguished. So Mekal, the daughter of Saul, remained childless throughout her entire life. I think with loving God, and I can even say this for myself, particularly, a lot goes into your expression of your love for God. I came across this Bible verse, I think, two days ago, and it really convicted me. I was like, How many times have people told me you look crazy doing this? I can't count one time. But I want my head to touch for Jesus. I don't want to think straight. I want to do whatever it is that I'm led to do without having, you know, my logic or reasoning try to cut me off or limit me from expressing myself to my Savior. When you're worshipping God, do you remember the things he has done? Because I think that many times we tend to forget what it is God has done. We tend to forget this God we're worshipping. This is a discussion, okay? Many people say... I can worship God in my house. But do you know the essence of coming to church? The Bible says that we should not forsake the gathering of the saints. There's something that happens when you honor God in your secret place and also in, in a gathering. David danced until the point where he almost, he basically became naked in front of his slave girls, not caring about what they think. But he was dancing for, for an audience of one. Because of God, he was dancing. You know, many times when I, I worship God, I imagine it's just me and him. What would you do if it was just you and him? And honestly and truly, that's how I conduct my worship with God. And I'm still trying to get better at it. You know, we are human beings and we are spirit beings. Sometimes when we're worshipping, that human aspect takes the forefront. And we become aware of every single person around us. We become aware of what we look like. And honestly and truly, it shows that you're a human being and you have and awareness of things right but then in the place of worship we are to channel our awareness channel our awareness and be conscious of the fact that god is listening be conscious of the fact that god is is inhabiting your praise because he inhabits the praises of his people so if you are praising god you're to praise him with love you're to praise him with understanding guys i just woke up one morning and i said okay i'm going to read my bible today i sat down for a long extended period of time and a song was playing and in the middle of my, my study, I began to worship God and oh my God, you know, the Bible says the entrance of God's word brings light. I began to worship and do you know what happened? 
I understood that because of the knowledge I gained reading the word, my, my worship changed. It was a thing whereby I fully understood that transforming power of the word. Because there are times when you read the word and you're just reading the letter. But when you really read the word, receive revelation from the word, your worship has to change. Because if you're worshiping with an in light, it does something. Many times I imagine leading worship in my church and just yanking off my wig. My friends know this. My friends know me. I'm the kind of person that can yank off my wig and use it to fan myself. And I've done it many times. But what are you willing to do for God? What are you willing to do? Sometimes when push comes to shove, guys, sometimes it gets hot. Are you willing to take off your wig, fan yourself so that you can receive some cool breeze and keep worshipping him and not have to sweat? What are you willing to do for God? My head has snuck for Jesus and I keep saying this thing. There are many people I speak to on the phone and I sing this song, Holy Ghost, allow my head to knock. Jesus, don't let me be normal. If normalcy will prevent me from worshipping you as I should, don't let me be normal. Don't let me be normal. Because I don't even want to be normal. I'm already not normal because it's Jesus that I'm living for. Therefore, I cannot live a life. I can't be a normal person. Because Jesus is the lover of my soul and my life, I'm already different. I'm separated. I'm holy. It's not always in the outward expression of your love, guys. But are you willing to outwardly express it? If God tells you, I want you to spin, are you willing to spin? Many of us say we love God, but when God tells us to do something, we're like, ah, God, this is not the best time. Oh, my heels are hurting. Remove the shoes. Are you willing to remove the shoes? Are you willing to remove your jacket? You know, I was the person that before I would be like, okay, I'm wearing a jacket. I don't want to, you know, when you, you remove your jacket and your hands are like outstretched. I was like, it's a tight spot. God, I don't want to like make people uncomfortable. You know, let me just keep my jacket on, but it's constricting me. And I know, but I'm saying no, all in the name of, you know, trying to be conscious of the people around me all in the name of trying to be considerate but then is your being considerate preventing you from giving honor to whom honor is due let me challenge you today let me challenge your thinking because many times we think oh i'm doing it for the greater good i don't want people to like you know think of me this way i don't want to distract people in the first place why are they being distracted if i'm being honest look if the way i worship god is distracting somebody it speaks to them and their level of focus on god so let's ensure that we are led by the Spirit of God in the way we express our love for God. You know, there was a season, I believe it was like two months ago, you know, speaking to my friend about fragrances. And, you know, I kept saying, when Noah came out of the ark, he built an altar to God and he sacrificed some of the best animals he had. And then a fragrance rose up to God in heaven and God smelled and perceived that fragrance. And he said, because of what you've done, never again will this catastrophe this flood occur over mankind again and that's the promise that god made i was talking to my friend about this fragrance i said i don't need to build an altar to god do you understand because i'm basically an altar to god because god is in me because god dwells in me therefore i'm basically a walking altar therefore within me should be the fragrance of god and as i speak it should emanate from me by virtue of the fact that god dwells in me it should be something that tells the difference between if I'm a Christian and if I'm not a Christian. There should be a way in which your words impact a person. Guys, one time I was sitting in my room. I was sitting in my room and I was just, I, I can't even tell you, I, I wasn't doing anything spiritual, but <laughs> all of a sudden the atmosphere changed. And I know we hear this many times, but I perceived something. 
something like an oil. I perceived it in the atmosphere. I now began to sniff. I was like, wait, what's that? I perceived something and it was so light. You could have ignored it. You could have just been like, I don't know what this is, but I perceived a fragrance. And I said, God, if this is just a bit of your presence, if this is just a bit of, of the fragrance, God, I need more of you. And I've just been on that path of seeking for God's face, not necessarily his hand, but just his face, seeking to learn more about him. And I'm telling you, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive in Christ, because this is the time God is pouring out his spirit. You do not want to miss out on what God is doing because, oh my God, things are happening. I remember praying for the fragrance to be more evident in and through me. And I did not know the day or time, but it came to pass. So are you even conscious of the prayers that you pray? Because how many prayers have we prayed that have been answered, but we don't know? It's a deep thing to think about. God's love and loving God is a love that is requited. It's a love that's returned. I don't know how many of you have had a heartbreak, but the love of God is a love that makes you whole. It's a love that keeps you together. It's a love that is returned. And I think that's the beauty of the whole thing because, oh my God, I've had many crushes. I've had many people that, you know, I imagined a future with. But, you know, my intentions, they were not returned. What do you now do in that case? You turn to the one that is love. I don't know whoever it is that is going through a case of unrequited love and you're just second guessing your identity. You're second guessing all God has said about you. Please, ah, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Reach out to him. It's a thing of faith, guys. Sometimes, guys, when I'm about to sleep, I open up my hand and I stretch it out. Ask me why. I do that because it's a symbol of me holding out my hand for him to hold on to me. And... It's a thing of faith. I imagine that he's holding my hand. So are you willing to express your love for him when others aren't looking and when others are? I can't lie to myself. I used to express myself more in the midst of people to paint a picture of intimacy in the past. But it was all a lie. I admit it. I am not ashamed of it because then I had no knowledge. Now I do. Now, oh my gosh, Jesus called me right out. He called me out. He was like, how long do you want to keep going on with this? Through his word, I just realized that, you know, God is looking for people that will worship him in spirit and in truth, that will love him for who he is, not for what he can give you. What has love propelled you to do? What has love propelled you to do? And have you let logic and reasoning prevent you from doing it or make you do it in a way that is a bit filtered? There are things God has told you to say to people because of his love for them. But it's been filtered because, oh, I don't want them to think of me in a way. But when you're in love with him, what are you willing to do? I think that's really the marker because what are you willing to give? You know, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. You love Jesus. You love him. We all do. But what are you willing to give? Are you willing to give him your dignity? Are you willing to give him your sense? Are you willing to give him your time? What are you willing to give to Jesus? Are you willing to give him your will? Because we are not our own. I've come to tell you I am in love with him. I'm still on the journey, on the path of fully submitting myself. It's an everyday thing. Dying to your flesh, dying to your worldly desires. It's an everyday thing, but by God's grace, he will see us through in Jesus' name. I have faith for you. I'm standing in the gap for you. Just know that whatever it is, wherever it is you may find yourself, express yourself. Love him. Love him. Love him.
Thank you for listening. Did you love what you heard on this episode? Well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to me if you could head over to iTunes and leave this channel a review and feedback. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at HoneyExpress with three S's. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow this channel and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Can't wait to have you back soon.